Southern Miss, last Sunbelt team standing. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Oh, I'm sitting in the wrong spot. All right. I always like to see dad, dad over my uh, left shoulder. And then Tony Robichaux, same spot. Uh, all right. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz, hosting afternoons on 103.3 The Goat here in Lafayette, Louisiana. And Southern Miss is your last team standing. Coastal goes down to Duke and who will host... The Super Regional. Tennessee wins the Clemson Regional, and Southern Miss wins the Auburn Regional. It'll be interesting to see what that decision would be. On the surface, you'd think it'd go in one spot, but then you find out a little bit more information, and maybe it goes somewhere else. All right, so let's start off with a Southern Miss. This game, back and forth. A little bit surprised, to be honest with you, that Tanner Hall, you know, got the ball. Um I'm absolutely convinced that Scott Barry, you know, as much as he wants to win, win a national championship, all right, make no mistake about that. He wants to win a national championship. Um, he is not in any circumstances going to put Tanner Hall's career in danger. He just will not do that. Uh, so he started today. That's on two days rest. Remember, you know, professionally, you get four days rest. In college, you get six, right? He's pitching Friday to Friday. That's six days rest. So when you go on two days rest, he's probably just going to throw a few innings tops. Like maybe one was really easy, maybe two, and to see how it goes. I mean, I don't even know how many pitches did he throw uh, today. I only lasted two innings, and he pitched 30 pitches. 23 of them were strikes, of course. <laughs> uh, he had a one, two, three, uh, a one, two, three first inning rather quickly, and then gives up a couple of unearned runs in uh, the second. An error allowed an extra batter to reach, and then a base hit. And before you know it, a couple of runs uh, come around, and that was it for. Uh, Tanner, all right. Penn takes a 2-0 lead in the second. Southern Miss comes back with a run in the second inning. And then the bats got to the pitching. Penn puts up three runs in the fourth inning. It's a 5-1 ball game. I mean, it'd be one thing if this was Auburn. It's Penn. No disrespect. It's Penn. But USM comes right back with four big runs in the fourth inning. So they take a, well, they tie the ball game up. They don't take a lead. They tie the ball game up. It's 5-5. Southern Miss scores three in the sixth to take an 8-5 lead. Penn won't go away. They score two in the seventh, and it's an 8-7 ball game. Southern Miss scores three in the eighth. Everyone relaxes in the ninth. And Southern Miss is into the Super Regional, doing it the hard way. We saw the Cajuns do this in 2014, although they were the host and the number one seed. They lost their first game. May have been to Jackson State and then uh, managed to win the rest of the ball games and get to the Super Regional. 
Matt Diggs did mention that maybe it took something out of them. Although they were, uh, they won the first game of the Super Regional and ahead in the second game of the Super Regional, and they let that slip away. That's a different story. Uh, we're talking about Southern Miss. All right, so Southern Miss with, I mean, it's gutsy performance. I know they knocked out Auburn. All right, so they had to beat Samford, and they had to beat Penn twice. It's not beating Auburn twice. They beat Auburn once, and they dominated Auburn. They had, as it turns out, a bad, what, 10th inning, right? Justin Storm gave up a two-run home run. That's really about it. And then he redeemed himself, very nicely, thank you, with, I think I put it down. Oh, no, I still got it. Um, With five and two-thirds of a shutout baseball, giving up just one hit and 10 strikeouts to Penn on Sunday night. So he redeemed himself from the loss on Friday, uh, eating up, not only dominating and not giving anything up in what was a one-run game at the time. Southern Miss wins 11-2, but that's not until after eight runs came in the ninth. All right, so he took the pressure off uh, the bats and he allowed everybody else to rest. That's the deal. When you pitch five and two-thirds innings, it's great if you can eat up innings It's even better if you can eat up innings and not give everything up. So Justin Storm comes through again, not on Monday, but on Sunday for a Southern Miss. And the bats got going again for uh, the Golden Eagles with the, oh, geez, I mean, 11 to 7 win over Penn. They take on Tennessee, who won the Clemson Regional. Maybe they've gotten humbled, right? Really cocky. Tennessee team, best team in the nation last year, lost at home to Notre Dame. This is what I was told softball-wise. I don't know if it's the same thing baseball-wise. And you know what? We'll tease that. We'll get to that in the final in the final segment. Uh, who is going to host this Super Regional? It'll be out in the morning. Uh, Andrew Buddy said 9 a.m. I'm presuming that's central time. So we'll find out first thing in the morning, if not before. All right. We'll get to that a little bit later on. All right. But Southern Miss, uh, not really come from ahead. They were behind and then for a short period of time and tied. And once they were ahead, they never fell behind. So a nice win for Southern Miss. Uh, again, I mean, Tanner is going to, is he going to pitch on Friday? I mean, I guess today would be his throw day. I don't know how that works. Usually in the minor, in the professionally, I was only in the minors. Professionally, usually you get one day off, right? You pitch it, you, you, you do like long toss the first day. Then the next day you stretch it out a little bit more and then you do a bullpen and then you get one more day to rest and then you throw. So this was his throw day and he's going to have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday off. He's just going to throw a long toss, I guess. Uh, All right, let's take a timeout. We'll come back. Coastal Carolina, Achilles heel showed through. They ran out of pitching. But first, let me tell you a little bit about FanDuel. All right, make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because right now new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. 
There's no better place to bet all the playoff action than America's number one sports book. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the... March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. NBA. All right, I'm I'm not looking good with my Panthers Nuggets parlay. I think the Panthers are going to be down two games to none. Uh, and uh, I do have I have the NBA Finals going six, so that's looking good. And I took a flyer on the Heat. All of a sudden, if the Heat win in six, I'm in good shape. Uh, and I did that on a FanDuel. All right. Dave Schultz, back with you, locked on Sunbelt, your team every day. Coastal Carolina, they also took it the hard way with uh, losing game one, 11 to 10 to Ryder. And I'll be honest with you, we kind of knew Coastal's, you know, I didn't have quite the pitching. I didn't think they were going to lose to Duke at home. I really didn't. They were, if they were in another ballpark, I thought it'd be an issue. But the bats kind of went quiet. It was a 12-3 final. Duke wins. But Coastal got shut out until the ninth. You know, that's not very Coastal Carolina-esque. All right? And and Duke just kept on scoring and scoring and scoring. And by the time they got <clears throat> to 11, <coughs> excuse me, in the sixth, all right, so now the bats don't have enough firepower or enough outs. But... You know, you scratch across a run in the first and the second or the third and the fourth, and you put a three or four spot up just like Duke did, and maybe you can make a run. But these guys were so tough all all, all season. Eels, the leadoff hitter. Bodine, the freshman of the year in Sunbelt. Nick Lucky. I mean, those guys combined, quick math, one of nine. Ouch. Uh, Barthol. Oh, for three. So that's out of those four guys who seem to crush the Cajuns this year. They were one for 12. That's you know, Coastal Carolina is not going to beat you with the pitching. Most of the time, they're going to beat you with the hitting and Duke had more, more pitching. I mean, give it up to the blue devils. They played, I believe one less ball game. Uh, and Gao, you know, in fact, the first three pitchers didn't give up a run. Gow, one hit, four innings, no runs. Bielinson, two innings, nothing, struck out three. Oshel with one inning, one strikeout. Uh, Beasley gave up three runs in, in the ninth, but it was, you know, way too little and way too late. Uh, Coastal Carolina, you know, has a great team. They're pretty young. This was supposed to be a rebuilding year. This was not supposed to be the year that, you know, they were going to win the Sun Belt or host a regional or go to the College World Series. This was, you know, the young team. They were really good last year. This was a surprise. And maybe they'd exceeded expectations. 
But boy, when you lose your own regional, that's got to be disappointing. And especially with what happened on, on Friday, you are no hitting rider. I don't know who had a tougher loss. Troy, who was the one out away from beating Alabama and being up two games to none in the Tuscaloosa regional or coastal Carolina, who is no hitting rider through six innings and winning like five, nothing. And then tying the game up again and then losing 11, 10. Now tough, tough loss for coastal Carolina. They had a great season, really good baseball team, but got to be a little bit disappointing of a season, right? Losing twice to the Cajuns in uh, the Sunbelt Conference Tournament, uh, losing to Ryder, <coughs> excuse me, and then losing to Duke uh, in your own regional. So a disappointing season, certainly an ending, not the best ending for Coastal Carolina. I know only it only ends well for one team, but I mean, Southern Miss, you know, has a Sunbelt Tournament Championship and a regional title. They are going to be playing for a chance to go to Omaha. It's not going to be easy, but they're going to have a chance to play for Omaha. All right, let's take one more time out. This will be a little bit of a quicker episode. Uh, when we come back, who is going to host the Super Regionals? Southern Miss or the University of Tennessee? All right, thanks again so much for thanks again so much for supporting Locked On Sunbelt. Continue to subscribe, spread the word. Uh, we, we got one football coach on. I really need to see if I get Will Hall on. I need to need to catch up with my guy, Will Hall at Southern Miss, see how he's doing. Maybe he's experiencing a little time off. And uh, anyways, we'll get back to the football when baseball uh, is done. But uh, please continue again to share and like the videos. You see it on social media. Do that as well. Anyone who comments, I'm the one answering. It is me. It says Lockdown Sunbelt, but that's me. So uh, I will be happy to answer any of your questions. If you need to correct me, that's fine too. Uh, also, don't forget anywhere you get your audio podcast, you can find Locked On Sunbelt, uh, Amazon, iHeart, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, the big one. So wherever you can do that, just search Locked On Sunbelt and you will find uh, you'll find the podcast. Nice and easy. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. It will be a big help. All right. Now, who is going to host, as we're back, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Let's see if we can find this Aaron Fit tweet from B1 Baseball about USM. Because uh, you know, on the surface, you would think that Tennessee would host. It's the SEC team, bigger facilities, you know, maybe more up to date. Not necessarily uh, the case, all right? Um, Aaron Fit put this out here, I thought, or someone did. Let me see it. So, um, first of all, it should be mentioned that because of the Super Regionals last year, all regular season games were sold out for USM. That's impressive. All right. Maybe that's the same way at UT. I know LSU in a bigger stadium, obviously, uh, sells a bunch of tickets. But 
uh, really impressive for a, a group of five team. All right. Um, here it is. Let's see here. I don't think this was on the fourth. I don't think a super regional in Knoxville is a guarantee, by the way. If Southern Miss can come back to take down Penn and we win that regional, I think the Golden Eagles would be more deserving host. They were like 17th or 18th in line last week. The balls were further back. All right. So because Auburn, so what I was going to say about softball, if you beat the host team, you get their seeding, right? So Clemson was four, so Tennessee would be the fourth seed. And in this case, Auburn was the 13th seed, so Southern Miss would get that. Except, and that when that's the case, right, Southern Miss is highly, is more higher, is higher rated uh, as a number two seed than Tennessee was as a number two seed. Right. If the if you're the number, not the way that it has worked out, but if you are the number one seed, right, you don't get the 17th seed. You should get the 32nd seed in theory. All right. For the number two seed in theory. Right. And so when you go through the numbers, right, Southern Miss was high, higher ranked. All right. And so someone puts it out there. Believe it or not, it's all about tickets, ticket sales. Southern Miss isn't selling tickets and won't host. Aaron Fit replies, for the record, Southern Miss had 5,400 fans plus at both Hattiesburg's, Hattiesburg Super Regional Games last year. Tennessee had 45. That's like, right? One had almost 11,000 and the other one had 9,000. So if it's coming down to ticket sales, Southern Miss is going to get that as well. So I'm certainly hoping it's going to Southern Miss. All right. They could redeem themselves for last year. And boy, I I know Scott Barry in the press conference says, I don't want it to be about me. I want it to be about them. It's a little bit, (laughs) it's a little bit about Scott Barry. So uh, good for Southern Miss. Again, the announcement should be 9 a.m. Central time. It may, it probably will leak before then, but we'll be, uh, we'll put an eye out for it. And we will, um, I'm actually getting a haircut in the morning, but I will try to quote tweet my own podcast to say who is going to host. All right. So um, it should be very interesting. Okay. Thank you so much for tuning in to Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. We we, we know what tomorrow is Sunbelt uh, podcast is going to be, who is going to host. And maybe I'd actually had a crossover podcast. Uh, when the Cajuns played in uh, the NCAA basketball tournament with Locked On Tennessee's Eric Kane. So maybe we get another one uh, this week uh, as well. All right. And again, maybe, maybe, you know, Southern Miss has their goals. They came up short last year after hosting. And obviously Tennessee did. Um, Tennessee maybe a little bit more humble this time around um, with the idea that, we, yeah, we can lose. And we're going to play like we can lose. Uh, and maybe we play a little bit better with a little bit more ur- urgency than always trying to win at the end. So we shall see how it goes. Again, thanks so much for tuning in to Locked On Sunbelt. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. We'll be back again tomorrow with another episode of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day.